Welcome to another episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. Our focus today is on the importance of integrating the concept of value into your business and your life. However, prior to pursuing that discussion, we need to explore the distinction between value and values. I must say that having to clarify the meaning and intent behind these two words has surprised me a bit. As you may assume, prior to every episode of our podcast, I've researched the upcoming discussion topic. One aspect that I always include is a brief sweep of the current literature. In this instance, when examining the literature, I found, at the very least, ambiguity related to the meaning of the two words. But more often, the words value and values were used almost interchangeably interpreting one word as merely the singular form of the other, and without so much as a nod to the possibility of their very different meanings and implications. So, as your mentor, my first job today is to separate and distinguish the meanings of value and values to enhance your understanding and analysis of the concepts. The word value covers a lot of territory. It can take the form of a noun, a verb, or an adjective. For the entirety of today's discussion, our focus is on value as a noun. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, which is my source for any such linguistic issues, value as a noun has an abundant eight definitions. It is definition number four, which explains values as it is so often identified in an ethics or morals context. Here the word values is defined as, quote, something such as a principle or quality intrinsically valuable or desirable, close quote. So if someone is referred to as having good values, the implication is that they are righteous, upstanding members of society. And you will note that the use of value in this context usually includes an S at the end of the word. Although I did not encounter an explicit discussion of the issue, It would seem that when in the context of referring to an individual's personal qualities, these are usually referenced in multiples and therefore bundled as values in the plural. For example, you likely do not hear about a person having a good value. The common reference would be to them having good values in the plural form of the word. In contrast is the singular form value. Unlike definition number four, in which the focus is on principles or qualities, the first two definitions of value dwell on a commercial context. Definition number one is, quote, the monetary worth of something, the market price, close quote. And the second definition is, quote, a fair return or equivalent in goods, services, or money for something exchanged. Close quote. However, definition number three straddles the middle ground. 
In that instance, value reflects the relative worth, utility, or importance. Through the examples which followed, the expanded meaning becomes evident. Quote, a good value at the price, the value of base stealing in baseball, had nothing of value to say. Both commercial and personal qualities are encompassed. Now that you recognize the breadth of meaning which can be attached to the word value, let's return our attention to the first two definitions which show a commercial application. Here's the bottom line. In order to survive and flourish in business, one important element of the formula, if you will, is that you need to always build in the element of value. You might say that this lesson is rooted in sales, but the implications can be broader. In its simplest form, to give value means that for every $1 spent by a buyer, they will receive in return the equivalent of a dollar and one cent or more. The receipt of value can be conveyed by any monetary equivalent which would be regarded as a benefit by the purchaser. Included as value components might be free shipping, special pricing, gift with purchase, 24-7 service, automatic renewal discount, free tech support. When applied to a sales situation, value can become an added component to the package of benefits presented to the prospect. However, keep in mind that what some people may regard as a value-based benefit Others will find to be of no benefit, adding no value, and as a result having no impact on making the sale. If you want to add value for a purchaser so that it becomes a further benefit, make sure to construct your offering so that the response will have value recognition. This approach is so important that it was highlighted in an issue of selling power dated July-August 1997, entitled Objection Prevention. The article itemizes the five selling basics, which, when incorporated in a sales presentation, can help to preclude an objection to completing the sale being raised by the prospect. The very first technique advocated in this article is to, quote, sell value, not price, close quote. Authored by Rick Phillips, he noted, quote, what matters most for your customers isn't what they pay for your product, but what they get for their money, close quote. And as Mr. Phillips concludes, give prospects the right reasons to buy, and they'll give you fewer reasons not to, close quote. Now, I would suggest that you expand your thought process. In fact, nonlinear thinking might be applied in this situation. Consider the various ways in which you could make your product or service more valuable to your customer, regardless of prospective or established status. Your competition is always on the hunt to gain your business, and by finding creative ways to add value for customers, you instead go on the hunt to strengthen your customer base over that of your competition. Beyond the sale of products or services, 
there are two other rather universal applications for the addition of value. The first environment in which added value can have a positive impact is as an employee. Being realistic to be a good, worthwhile employee over the long term requires more than just showing up to work on time, not taking too long a lunch. It requires you to think in terms of adding value to your presence at the job. Such added value can take the form of a special willingness to go beyond the scope of the job. It can be reflected in your considerate efforts to anticipate needs and willingly fulfill them. Your value on the job can also be demonstrated by your creative ideas or strategies offered for the benefit of the company. There is another context in which value can be added, regardless of your occupation. As human beings, we have the ability to bring value to virtually any situation on an almost daily basis. Thoughtfulness, a good deed or kindness, even showing appreciation, or simply bringing a smile to someone's face. There is another context in which value can be added, regardless of your occupation. As human beings, we have the ability to bring value to virtually any situation on an almost daily basis. Thoughtfulness, a good deed or kindness, even showing appreciation or simply bringing a smile to someone's face, all of these add value. Whenever you voluntarily extend yourself to do something for someone else, you are adding value to your presence. Whenever you do any bit more than that which is expected of you in any situation, you are increasing your value to the world around you. And the thing is, the amount of effort can be any size. It can be huge and life-changing, or it can be minuscule and brief. It doesn't matter. The effect is the same you have brought your added value to the situation. If you tend to think of concepts in more analytical terms, I came upon an article in Think Different, January 10, 2016, entitled The Concept of Value. Rather cryptically, I believe the author is referred to as Bob. In it, Bob cites value as, quote, a scalar attribute reflecting a need someone has, close quote. He then itemizes 12 traits characterizing value. I will briefly note his first three indicators, which I think can be applied to general business and life situations. One, value meets, quote, a need someone has, generally as someone that matters, close quote. Two, value is a theoretical concept until it's converted into a tangible and tried out to determine if it does meet that need. And three, value is, quote, time sensitive, close quote. What satisfies a need at one point may not resolve a need at another time. As the list continues, Bob references quantitative measurements, variables, and perfection. And although these value features may all represent significant elements when determining how value may appear, 
For our discussion, I believe that the three characteristics mentioned are generally the most important. The point to take away from this dissection of value is that essentially value is in the eye of the beholder. As an example, if a pencil manufacturer decides to add value for their customers by including a free golf club with every 1,000 pencils purchased, there is no logical connection or even possible interest. As a result, the criteria as to whether or not the promotion offers value becomes doubtful. However, consider if the same pencil manufacturer chooses as a promotion a new, highly efficient eraser and sharpener set, which they were just planning on introducing to the market, to be included with every 100 pencils sold. While the promotional item in and of itself has a lesser monetary value than a golf club, in fact, the item could conceivably be of greater utilitarian value to the prospects and customers interested in buying pencils. When evaluating how to offer added value for your customers, your company, or the general population, the primary consideration should be the appropriateness of the item or concept for the situation. It is the creativity of the thought rather than the amount of money spent which can have a greater value impact. So take that extra moment and evaluate the most effective way in which to bring value to your environment. You probably know the saying, quote, it's the thought that counts, close quote. In the case of bringing added value to a situation, it's important to give it thought. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?